You're listening to DraftKings Network. On this episode of the Cooligans in the first segment, we talk about a lot of things. Mainly, we talk about Messi, Argentina, losing to Chile in the Copa America final. He quit right away. Would any other player do that? I don't think we would. I probably would have quit before I had to do any exercise. In segment number two, we talk about the Euros. England losing to Eastland. To Eastland. Really? Really, Roy Hodgson? Roy Hodgson steps down immediately after losing. Italy defeats Spain. The Euros are going crazy. Oh, my God. In the third segment, we talk about a little bit about Brexit. We talk a little bit about Poco being sold to the NASL for a lot of money. Where are they getting this money? We talk about Mix possibly going, a couple other players going. We talk about Ozo, Pogba saving lives. And the other thing we talk about is how one player got red carded for farting. Should that be allowed? I would have hundreds of red cards every day. On this episode of The, the Cool Again! Also, there's a little bit of an audio problem in the third segment. Just Wait, uh, sorry about it's that. It's no problem. Hi, this is Kyrie Shelton from New York City FC. And you're listening to The Cool Again. Hi, I'm RJ Allen for New York City Football Club. And you're listening to The Cool this is Jack Harrison from NYCFC, and you're listening to The Cooligans. This is Ian Joy, and you're listening to The Cooligans. Yeah, baby, we're The Cooligans. The Cooligans are back. Oh, man, we are... On your, we're in your ears. Usually, in the past few weeks, you've been seeing us in your face, in on your phone, on your face. Yeah, we've been on your face. Whoa, <laughs> we've been everywhere. Also, you're welcome, <laughs> and also thank you. Uh, <laughs> that is a lot of information yeah. from Christian Belongo. Not exactly what I was going to say, but go for yeah, it. Yeah, we're so we're just very grateful you're with us. Yeah, that's, very much so. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. I'm Christian Polanco, and I am Alexis Guerrero. Like uh, we said, we are the cool. We are, we're your favorite comedians uh, who do a soccer podcast. Yeah, that's right, baby. And uh, one of the things that we like to do is not just watch about soccer. We like to talk about it. Watch uh, about soccer? Uh, we don't just watch soccer. <laughs> we like to talk about it. We don't just like to watch about soccer. We like to talk. <laughs> I can't think of it. Yeah, yeah. It still works. Talk soccer. Uh, we don't just watch soccer. We talk it, baby. Yeah, that was man. a really bad way to get there, but we're <laughs> here. And if you guys are like us, you're, and you probably are if you're listening, you like soccer, and this has so far been the greatest summer of all time. What? June has been, you know, June is usually, you know, school's out. Right. Kind of, you're getting, you're sort of just uh, getting back into just like, how, you don't even know how to relax yet. Right. You and, know, you know and, and maybe MLS is really your only option if you're yeah. a soccer even fan. Even then, right? MLS was gone for, you know, two and a half weeks. Yeah, so yeah. there's just, there wasn't too much. Uh, they went, they went to Disney with their parents. They didn't enjoy it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> they uh, met a girl. <laughs> She's from Canada. You'll never meet her. Um, so, yeah, it, it's been uh, this June in itself has been in Credibles, just uh, we, you know, we didn't really ex we ex look. We, we knew we were going to get some tournaments. We we're going to get the Euros. We were going to get we Copa America right. Centenario. A couple of upsets. We expected a lot. You of know, things. when it uh, ramping up to the tournament, they couldn't even sell tickets to the damn Copa America. They were just right. tickets available everywhere. Right, and they were like, "Oh, this is going to be a problem." It was no, not, it not, not a problem. To a problem. It was a goddamn quickly, soap opera. It quickly turned into <laughs> the least amount of problem possible. <laughs> I, I will, <laughs> I had a conversation with a Mexican man and I said, Hey, Siete Cero, what happened? Yeah. And he got very upset very quickly and he goes, uh, well, you know, now from now on, when I eat a taco, there's not going to be any chiles in it <laughs> instead of chilies. <laughs> Boom. Very funny. All of his buddies left. And then I said, 
Well, actually, don't you think you should put seven pieces of seven uh, pieces of chili in there? And they all got upset. I mean, everyone again yeah. hated me. Yeah, yeah, you lost. Uh, uh, you lost some potential friends. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I no longer have a home to go to in Oaxaca. Uh, but I mean, if you love like what we love about tournaments is that you can never you can never figure it out. You know, you never know what to expect. Anything can happen. You know, coaches talk about it all the time. That's why in soccer you always have to be prepared. Same thing as football, you know, the any given Sunday thing. Mm-hmm. And I don't think anything explains it better than the promise that you made to the fans of the Cooligans before we started. I d- yeah, I did make a and promise. And I know we're going to talk about Copa first, but you promised that England would win. Uh, yeah, I swore. I, I I swore my uh, my <laughs> first unborn child. Yeah, that <laughs> you you're like one of those politicians for Brexit. You're like I'm telling you, <laughs> there's no way. There's this it's can't just, be bad. It's gonna be. It's, uh, trust me, everybody. Yeah, I mean, everyone. <laughs> this is what you're voting for is the promises I made. Uh, did you pick uh, who was gonna win the uh, the Copa? Did we talk about that? Because we did. We did Euros. talk about that. We, yeah, we had one episode where we uh, had our prediction. I, I predicted Argentina. And do you know who I predicted? I think I predicted Uruguay. Uh, I don't remember. I'm pretty sure. I okay. Yeah, I was yeah. very wrong. Yeah, we were uh, We were both. We were both wrong. Both wrong. And if I, you are, I mean, I don't think I've ever been a witness to, and I don't know if it's because of the internet age that we live in now, but to watch a game and to immediately be updated afterwards as to players retiring <laughs> is just, yeah, this is the number one team in the world, the highest ranked team. They lose the final. Big deal. Gut wrenching. Even harder when you realize for if you're Messi and you're Argentina, this is four in a row. That's right. Arge- four finals. Argentina Argentina close. lost to Chile in penalties in the Copa America Centenario final. A redo of the previous. It Copa was America. deja vu. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they went into More penalties. More like deja vu. <laughs> right? I mean, look. You watch everybody. You, there's no way you're listening to this and haven't watched it. It yeah. was. If this is a spoiler, <laughs> where yeah. have you been? Yeah, this isn't uh, Game of Thrones. Whatever. <laughs> right. We're, we can talk about it. <laughs> but man, you know, Messi let Argentina down again. I mean, there's no other way to put it. How Be- do you sky that penalty? Yeah. He so he got his the, his first. He, he he was the first penalty taker after Romero <laughs> saves. The first save, that's huge. Yeah, for uh, Arturo Vidal. The guy they call El Rey. Yeah. The, guy, the king. King Arthur. The Argentina goalkeeper stops it. Yeah. The first shot, that's ama- that's huge, a huge psychological advantage for the rest of the penalties. And Messi sc- absolutely skies it. And this is something in Barcelona would never, ever happen. What? I, I just thought, I don't know how to put it into words because this is the guy that can score from any angle. That's you saw right. what he did to the Americans. He humiliated Braguzan. set piece. Yeah. You, how is it that you have a harder time scoring on a set piece when it's so much closer <laughs> to the goal and no one is standing in front of you? I think the issue is from now on in penalties, you should have three or four guys standing in front of him <laughs> so you could curl it around them. Yeah, that's right. Be much, <laughs> much how simpler. is that possible? So look, we it, were watching it. And the, one of my favorite moments, and look, I I agree that I think you and I both on the, you know, the Flama stuff that we did, if you guys uh, weren't aware, we were doing a lot of live broadcasts for uh, Flama on their on their Facebook Live. It was a lot of fun pre and post game. Mm-hmm. Um, the, people got on us for, for uh, uh, in other words, shitting on uh, Argentina a little too. We went a little hard at Argentina. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's, it's easy. It's fun. Uh, but right before Messi goes up, 
Um, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's Brad Friedel, Brad Friedel, Friedel uh, yeah. who says, uh, you know, this is what you want to do. You want to put your big man up front. <laughs> your sure shot. He just like leaned in. It was like somebody wrote it into an episode of Seinfeld. They waited. I mean, he put so much weight behind it. This is the guy you want. You want to start out strong. Arturo Vidal did not. And then all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. The ball just goes sailing over what, the what, uh, what do you think about, see, because uh, uh, Real Madrid uh, is, they more commonly, they, they will put Ronaldo at the end. We saw in the Champions League uh, after they won. Right. Uh, he scored, he was the last penalty taker. So what what, what do you think is a, a better approach, having your best penalty kick taker up front or at the end? Well, I mean, there's two trains of thought, right? That if uh, the people up front, if you put your bigger guys up last um, and the guys up front miss. Yeah, you won't get a yeah. chance to even shoot. You won't get a chance to shoot. But let's say only one of them miss. There's additional pressure. Guys like Ronaldo, and I would have said Messi a couple of days ago, but in reality, as someone like a Messi or a Ronaldo can handle that pressure. Yes. You know what I mean? Where if you have a, a defender going up last, a lot of pressure on them. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you play FIFA, that remote's rattling up like crazy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that, That's they're what not, it was, yeah. They're <laughs> not built for Messi it. Messi was r- rattling like a DualShock R- 4. <laughs> he had the, the vest. Remember the vest that they were trying out yeah, at one yeah. point? He has the vest on the helmet. He, you know, his keys are making noise in his pocket. Uh you know, you should be able to handle the pressure if you go last, but I, and also it creates more pressure for the goalkeeper. It's like, you got to save these ones up front, you know, and there is momentum, you know, like when a keeper makes a stop there, there can be momentum. So I would, my technique would be to put the bigger guys up front. The big fear you have there is what happens with Messi. Yeah. He misses and they're all like, well, Jesus, if, if yeah. he can't do it. <laughs> yeah. What am I going well, Why am I even going up? Ba- Baglia was like, whoa, what am, yeah. why, are you, why are you sending me up there? Yeah. <laughs> Biglia, that's right. <laughs> did you see? Biglia was like, you see, did you see our captain? <laughs> no, that was my shot. Yeah. But you know what I mean. Like, I don't know if the best player in the world will be able to do it. And I don't think you should be mad at me at all. Yeah, man. Uh, so, and there's been a lot of talk about doing the run up. You know, like they don't want to do penalties at the end of the match anymore because it's basically a big guessing game. They want to do the run up. Do you remember the old shootouts? Yeah, yeah. That like the MLS had, uh, NASL had them back in the day as well. Uh, there was there's a lot of people even in Europe who think that that was more exciting and that's what they want to do. They want to actually do a uh, sort of a run up, not from midfield, but maybe from a little bit closer, um, which gives a bit more skill. And then you know you can curl it in and whatnot. There's a lot you can do where from a spot you're kind of just aiming somewhere yeah. and hoping the keeper doesn't go in that direction i i don't mind it i like i and like the, the tension keeper can come out you know i i like the tension of, you would you want to keep it the way yeah it is. i like the tension of a penalty here i like look the game ends in a draw the guys are exhausted let's just it, a, a run-up would just take longer i like this i like th- there's a yeah but think of all the additional skill you could do like those little rainbow flicks you could pop it in the air. Well, you know, in the NHL, in the NHL, they do a shootout, and I don't, I don't really love it. I, well, I mean, better than just like you know, jamming a puck up the guy's throat from a couple feet away. No, you know, a run uh, up slap yeah, shot. Yeah, you you couldn't do that, and uh, you know, th- there's penalties in the NHL if there's a foul, uh, if you're going towards it, if they sort of, if you impede a player, if they if they on like a breakaway and you stop them, yeah, that's a an immediate penalty shot. Right, so, but you bring the you bring the puck bring, up from the, bring the half the, point, no? But if there's a tie in any NHL game now, then they change this rule maybe like three years ago, two, three years ago. Uh, now there's always a, a, a penalty shootout 
between the two teams. And even in the regular season? Even in the regular season, there's no more ties. Oh, so there's no more. I thought their point system was exactly like soccer. Three points for a win, it one used point to be. for a tie. It used to be. Now it's two points if you win via penalty, right? Yeah, yeah. How do you know so much about hockey? I, well, I played hockey. Did you really? Yeah, I used to play hockey. I can't imagine that. It was in it, and it's very similar to how I ended up playing soccer or being interested in soccer. I played FIFA and I was interested in, and then I actually wanted to play. And I used to play NHL 2K. Well, which, by the way, great game. Great game. Yeah, the NHL game is so much fun. <laughs> I got into the Rangers a little bit because of it. Yeah. Because I'm like, who's the, who are these people? But I remember when I first played, there were guys like named Bookaboom and all those guys. Yeah, yeah, Jeff Bookaboom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah like, That's such a cool name, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, well, this is not a hockey podcast because that would be boring. Just kidding, uh, Joe Bartonick. <laughs> if you guys are fans of hockey, go listen to it. It's called Puck Off. Very good. Um, and he's actually getting recognized a lot like we were, which is great. Okay. Um, so, But th- this is why I wanted to talk about because, me- look, once Messi missed that penalty, once uh, uh, Argentina lost... Just absolutely devastating. We, I mean, even in the the, the Argentina should have just walked off the pitch. Yeah, yeah. They're like, well, if he can't do it, then even uh, uh, we were broadcasting on Flama after the game, and even people were like, "Hey guys, we're like really hurting right now. Can yeah, you please yeah. stop it?" They were like, <laughs> "We get that you're trying to be funny." To, to the point where I yeah. actually started feeling bad. I'm like, "Oh my god!" So like, did I. Yeah. Said, by the way, I mean, it was. The part that's hard is that it's so funny. Yeah, yeah. We, like, I mean, like we're I, enjoying it, but we know we shouldn't be enjoying <laughs> it. You know, it's kind of like how you feel if like you're the biggest rival of Mexico, which we are. Watching them lose seven nothing, you're like, guys, you could have stopped at five. This is enough. <laughs> you know, it's the same thing. It's yeah, because like, we're not really like we're not anti Argentina. Yeah, we're not living form. in their loss necessarily. No, uh, I mean it's it's funny. It's funny. It's like it's the Buffalo Bills, you know, getting to the yeah. Super Bowl over and over, and they just can't. Do it, and you just look. You have to, uh, to to look, and and this is interesting because I think Messi announcing his retirement after the game was a very good strategy. In hey guys, stop making fun of me. Yeah, yeah. You well, guys, you don't even know what you have because if now I t- you can't be mad at him not, anymore. Exactly, and that's why, and and it was a perfect move. Amazing, because every, now you're like, no, 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 come back. Come because back, everyone in Argentina, you and we you, we posted the video of the Argentinian fans oh, absolutely losing their minds. I mean, just. <laughs> They're completely flipping out, <laughs> going crazy. Yeah, and and but that that has to subside once Messi's like, okay, I'm never gonna play again. And you're like, and they're like, oh no, no, okay, look, it's like making fun of your mom when you're a kid because she like burned dinner, and she's like, all right, well then I'm not making anything else. Yeah, and I'm not gonna go buy anything. You're like, no, but wait, we need you. <laughs> we, <laughs> you don't really, yeah, you don't uh, realize, yeah, yeah. you don't realize what you got until it's gone. That's right. a, that, and that's a, it's a, it's a childish uh move on Messi's part but a smart move incredible strategy in in like uh uh cuz this is what I'm starting to realize about Messi and he, I even felt the same way even after we were making fun of him and then after he announced his retirement I'm like I mean I don't feel terrible like right. but it's like I still kind of want to see him play in the World Cup. That'd be, yeah. It would be so disappointing if he didn't play. I mean look I th- I I would like to see Dybala. I don't know why Oh, he was left off. Yeah, I mean, and if I'm not, I mean, you mind looking that up? Dabala is Argentinian. I I, I can't. I know Messi said he's the future. I can't imagine the year he had, unless he's injured. Why wasn't he a part of this team? Yeah, that's a good question. 
It, it makes no he, sense. He is, he is Argentinian. Yeah, and I look, he's 22 years old. Maybe a lot of a lot of pressure to put him into an international competition. You and I were calling for Nagby and you know Pulisic to come in, and maybe it's just a lot for these guys. They're very young. I don't know. I don't want to sit here and tell you what I think is 100% right, because I think uh, if you're listening to this podcast, you know uh, that it is. No, I'm just saying, like, you know, I look, I'm not a coach. I've never understood, you know, what these types of, uh, you know, pressure could do to someone. Maybe they're right, though, because we've seen the greatest player in the world, if that's who you think it is. And I know we argue back and forth, arguably one of the top two greatest players to ever play the game. And he bailed on the national team immediately after yeah. losing. It's it's not you can't be impressed by this. You're not like if you're a messy fan, this is upsetting. Right. This is and not just like because you don't get to see him play. It's it's a poor show of character. This is what everyone says Ronaldo would do. And meanwhile, yeah. he plays regardless of injury. Exactly. And this, the way I think how it would affect Messi's sort of legacy, there's no way it can be positive. And not just like, look, if he plays for the rest of his career. You on think the, this leaves a, like an asterisk or a stain on his record? A stain, yeah. It, because... It, being called up to your national team is the highest honor. I mean, there's no, everybody to play for your home country. To play for your, there's nothing better than that. You, right. you want to win. Yeah. Playing in your league and, and being successful. It it's, it's great. And it, it is meaningful as an individual, right? But for your, for your country, it's, there's, there's nothing better. Right. right. I mean, in the soccer world, everyone basically agrees on that. Yeah. So Messi, Messi, there's a couple things I'm starting to like. Well, I'm trying to analyze him, right? And he is kind of a strange guy, right? Who doesn't really like emote much publicly right. and very and insulated, very close to the vest, the whole thing. Right. I honestly think he cannot. Not I don't want to say cannot, but I think the 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 absolute like incredible amount of pressure that like that that grinded him into the diamond that he is. Right. Is the same thing that is absolutely crush, crushing him like emotionally like i think he's like depressed i mean I, beautifully put i think he is uh uh you know and i've been hearing about uh from on, on espn fc there was a um a commentator from argentina talking about what it's like for messi in argentina and the the kind of negativity that he has to endure right. is brutal and he wants to win he wants i i, I don't right I, I it's don't, so weird because he's he's not walking through it he's not like careless about it he cares so he much. He cares so much. And this is why I think he missed that penalty. There's there's a there's a certain look that that, that kick meant more than just putting it in the back of the net. It meant more right. than just winning that game. It meant like physically pushing that boulder off of right. your shoulder. Putting the rest and just shooting it into says. the moon, yeah, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and and that is that can cause someone to crumble just to be under that kind of pressure. Right. And and that's the weight of that of that kick that and that's what it was and that's why he missed it wasn't nothing to do with like the keeper he didn't even see a keeper there there could have no. been nobody in that nobody there he would have missed that goal could have been <laughs> there could have been 38 goals stacked on top of that goal exactly and he would have he would have found a way to kick it behind he him he would have always missed because psychologically the man is just broken he is but he's broken by his home country. His home country is abusing him. <laughs> right. They're using him 
to to uh, uh, you know to they're trying to live by character. They want him to right, be, right. be the next like president. You know, like they right. Want, he needs to be so great so that they can prove they're great. He's twenty nine, and you've yeah. been using him that way since he was like sixteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> so it's it's a lot. This is like the Jordan syndrome, and and you know the like where Chicago is proud because of Jordan. You know what I mean? Yeah. Chicagoans get to be proud because Jordan won. Jordan is not from Chicago. All he did was wear the shirt and play for that team. That's right. But because it, it happened in Chicago, he they a- and they had the parades, they're now prouder because of it. You know, yeah. they think their pizza's better. They, they adopt him. They right. Yeah, yeah. And here's the thing. It's a totally different. And yes, he did play, you know, in, in Olympics and whatnot. But you don't have the international. Like, it. can we say I think Messi is better with Barcelona than Jordan was with the Bulls. Yeah, yeah, sure. That's I it. would make that claim. Yeah. Okay. Messi in Argentina is basically Jordan at the Wizards. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like, there's nothing he can do. He yeah. can't make. He can't make Gonzalo Higuain stop fucking it up. You know what I mean? He can't. Yeah. yeah he a- can't do it all. And mm-hmm. the thing about Barcelona is, you have a team that they can find players from all over the world to build the perfect team around Messi, and that's what they've done. Yeah. Uh, you can't do that at home. You have everyone that's in that country, and that's it. I mean, they can't, they quote unquote, can't do it at home, but they still do. They still have amazing talent, incredible talent. But it's it's just one level sh- shorter, one level right. shy of those Barcelona that Barcelona talent around around Messi. And I even will make the claim that Barcelona is too perfect of a team for Messi. He needs to be somewhere where yeah. he works harder. And I know this sounds like I'm saying he's not working hard enough. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is he needs to be somewhere where it's not so perfectly built for him. So he has that experience. Hard to say at 29. Yeah. But yeah. like, you know, when point. he when he turns around, Iniesta's going to give him a perfect pass. Yeah. Or Xavi would give him a perfect it'll pass. It'll never really happen because he's too much. He's too important to Barcelona right. for them to ever really let him and go. And I think that's why someone like a Tevez is so great. Yeah. You know, when he plays with the national team, because he's used to trying to doing it all himself. He's used to sending like, like, you know, like, uh, like, uh, you know, David Villa is now like, okay. He, he realized it took him a couple months, but he realized, you know what? I can't just run to a spot and expect the ball to be there. That's right. I've got to maybe make a little bit more space for myself or I need to maybe track back a little bit further. There was the a, ball. they put a, a list of, uh, you know, the NYC is top uh, NYCFC's top goal scorers. David Villa at 29, you know what the next amount of, We'll go, the next highest amount of goals <laughs> is eight. Jeez. <laughs> that even, Who's that? Do uh, you remember? I think it, it was either... It's gotta be Tommy, right? It's Tommy, yeah. It's Tommy. yeah. God, that's a drop. What a drop. And, that's, and that is a man saying, I have to do it. Yeah, I have to I do have it all. I have to do it. I have to do it all. But I would actually say that David V is now a little bit more prepared to be the captain or the leader of a team that maybe of a national team that isn't so great. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe not necessarily Argentina, those things, but he has that experience of having to struggle a bit more. I'm not saying Messi has it easy, but Messi's only real competition. Messi's only worry is how they cover him. Yeah. He doesn't have to worry about finding a way to get the ball. He doesn't have to worry about doing all these other things. Look, I enjoyed watching Argentina fail. I don't know why. I honestly <laughs> can't explain it to you. Is it because I'm half Uruguayan and I'm used to them making fun of me? Not really. I never really, you know what I mean? I don't really associate as a Uruguayan. I don't really like hang out with a lot of Uruguayans. So I don't hear that back and forth. I know it and I know it's in there, but I don't, you know what I mean? It's not something I experience all the time. I, w- I wanted him, I wanted him to win. I mean, we just saw LeBron win for Cleveland and how meaningful that Did was. Did you really? 
really, I really wanted Chila to win. I don't know if it's Alexis is on Arsenal or Maybe, something. Maybe, yeah. Well, he's got my I, name. I get. It. I, I. It would have been cool to see Messi happy for one. You know, one moment yeah. in 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 you know Could international. You how unbearable though that would have been. <laughs> it would have been. It would have been rough, but like. This is can the you, only can, thing can you really grounding say, can Argentinians you, right now. Can you really say Argentina doesn't deserve one? Do you know? Like they've 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 had enough heartbreak. I feel like Messi should get it at the end of his career. You know? Yeah, just like, which we might have just seen. <laughs> so yeah, I, you know what? Even through all that, and I and I and I do genuinely feel bad for Lionel Messi. I do. I really do. I think it is a, a very difficult. But the fact that he quit. Or retire, whatever. If, if it's if it's permanent or not, it's you don't quit. You That's don't. I, you just don't. You yeah. just you deal with. Look, we every country deals with the heartbreak and the pressure and the right. criticism, and and then it's not. And maybe he deals with it a little bit more. I'm naming a little. Let's say a lot more than anybody else. He's. Argentina wouldn't be where they are without him. And so that is a criticism of the people who criticize him right. because you wouldn't ne- you wouldn't even be close to a final if you didn't have Messi. Yeah. So you have to sort of appreciate that. And Messi has to be uh intelligent enough and a, a emotionally mature enough to know that they don't even understand that. They don't right. understand that. And he can't be an arrogant like you wouldn't be anywhere without He can't do that either. No, 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 no. Yeah, he has to still be humble. Exactly. That's so much he lives in. Um, and the other thing is, why quit two years before the World Cup? Yeah. He, you know, you're going to go through a tough, uh, you know, qualification. You know, they might not get him into World Cup. That's what I'm saying. I mean, there's so much, there's so much to the run up to the, in the next two years to the World Cup. People will forget. Now, if you do the same thing in the World Cup, it's going to be brought up again that what happened in Copa. But you got it. You know what I mean? Like it's it, this goes away. This becomes less important the closer you get to World Cup. You know, also, if you win with Barcelona, you'll be fine. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, it, all of this seems really, really weird to me. It just seems so. And I know that the big rumor is that there's so many. He's logged apparently like 39 complaints against the AFA, the Argentine Yeah, yeah, that's, a, that's another overlying sort of story. Yeah, so like this was his like protest. But, dude, they gave you the coach you wanted. You try to get Martinez over in Barcelona. It didn't work out. The, the national team hired him for you. Yeah, this is all for Messi. Mm-hmm. They start playing for you. I remember when Diego Maradona was the manager. They didn't know what the hell they were doing. Now they're playing a system built for you. Players are put in position, out of position because of you. You have everything you've always wanted. I get that. I don't know what the... I know that there's big corruption. And there's all these worries. It's Argentina. What are you going to do? You know, uh, there were bomb threats in the AFA offices afterwards because that's how much... In, in Argentina, they they know that it's all tied together. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a lot going on, so I don't want to necessarily say this is all messy being, um, you know... Uh, a baby? Are, yeah, like immature. Yeah, because exactly. a lot of other players have also said that they yeah, were Yeah, Mascherano. Uh, Aguero. Di, Di Maria. Aguero. Yeah, everybody. You know, you can't... This is the number one team in the world. Yeah, yeah. Now you don't have any... Anybody, you don't yeah. have anybody. Now, it's it's going to be the under 17s. Dabal is going to be the goalkeeper. They're just not going to have anything. <laughs> just going to have anybody, yeah. They're playing a 1 1 1. They got nobody left. Dato Martinez is out there. Diego Maradona is starting. It's, they don't have anyone. You know what I mean? So you can't. There's so many things that are going on. I don't know if we're going to know it all just yeah, yet. Yeah, hopefully, you know, hopefully it's it's a thing that gets resolved in Argentina and, and uh, you know, the majority of these players. Come back because yeah. it, it's not. It's oh, to some degree, it's not a World Cup without Argentina there. Like I mean, it, they, that's what you want to see. You want to see Argentina against. You want to see the number one team against Germany uh, against a top talent in Europe. Well, I don't think they want to play against Germany anymore. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> especially if Goetze comes in at the end and just scores. It's so crazy how during the lead up to every uh, big tournament, 
Argentina, fuck, like they wipe away through everybody yeah. and they get to the final. And then all of a sudden, I, and I, that's, that's why it makes me feel like it's really psychological. The fact it that is. they couldn't score against Chile, it really says a lot about what the, 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 the problem is, is that there's one guy with a spotlight. You can't play the game that way. But other players get opportunities and they can't yeah. they can't help Messi out. No, Iguain. Help me out though. Iguain put dude, that in the net. Iguain is scoring left and right in the Serie A and he <laughs> can't do it with a and again an open net and he wouldn't be able to do it. How many opportunities did they have like open uh, uh not, you know not tough angles. Right, but uh, like good opportunities to push shots on on, uh, on was it Claudio Bravo? Right, and they kept skying them over and over. Like yeah. at that point, and how many recoveries can the Chile backline make? I mean, these guys were being beaten left and right, and they were coming back slide tackle. Yeah, and look, it was it was a wrestling match. It was a big issue. Yeah, but still, I mean, so much more fun than the Euros. Why don't we do this? Why don't we take a break? Come back. We'll talk about the Euros. We'll talk a little bit about MLS. Yeah, we'll be right back. There's so many good. I'm mean, we'll probably just, still bring up Copa. There's so, so much to still so talk much, about. Man. All right, so this we'll, might be a three hour episode. <laughs> uh, we'll be right back after this. Wow, chiquito. Yeah, baby, we're back. We're back, everybody. That uh, was hilarious. That was hilarious. I can't get enough. I can't. Those Argentina fans, obviously, they're very heartbroken. Uh, My but- wife doesn't understand, like, this, especially the Spanish they're speaking. And she's like, what are they saying? And I'm just, I'm laughing too hard to <laughs> explain it to her. Yeah, because there's something to... Uh, being upset when you everybody gets upset and and angry at a loss, but it's like we everybody hurts. Every every okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for not finishing that. So, uh, but it, it, it's just something Argentinian Spanish is is a little different. Yeah, and uh, it, and it's 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 fun to hear people. Uh, angry in different accents. It's, it's so it's, fun. Even if you don't really understand it, it's still there's still yeah. something uh, pleasurable about it. Yeah, it's, there's <laughs> a, anyone who's expressing that much anger because you know how you feel. We've all felt that way in the moment where you, there's no words you can say that gets the feeling out of you. <laughs> and but they're yelling at the TV as if the players are standing right in front of them, and it's just so funny. And yeah. if you guys get a chance to watch that video, go to Cooligans. Uh, go to our our Twitter. Our Instagram has it. Uh, man, it's on our website. It's even on our uh, we shared it even on, on the Facebook. Uh, they, they're holding up this little like uh, cat. It's like a, like a cartoon cat. It was like Felix the Cat. It is Felix the Cat. Yeah. That's it. I, I can't remember the name, but they guess this is their good luck charm. And they're kind of like shaking it <laughs> They're the like TV. little kids with a, with their little doll. The little doll that they go to sleep with. Yeah. And the funny part was that even when they lose, I would throw that thing. I'd rip the head <laughs> off. He's still holding on to it like it's dear to him. Yeah. Oh, God. It really, so what, I, honestly, what for me conveyed how emotionally like hurt they were through every penalty kick right. they were them just saying no otra vez no otra vez like yeah, just yeah. like not again not they again they can't believe it and <laughs> just and, but they say it so much cuz it's they they can't even imagine a world what this 
and sort of thing could happen to them right. again. This was retribution. For yeah. Them. How could this possibly be <laughs> happening again? Exactly. And the one guy yells at the end. He's like, uh, he's my favorite. Oh yeah. The guy, he's like, <laughs> everybody but messy is garbage. <laughs> and then guess what? Yeah. Oh, you're left with his garbage. Then. Five, as you're yelling, he's telling the reporters he's quitting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. So good. I can't get enough. Of yeah. My it. favorite part was when he goes, it's a selection of mierda. Just a shit player. <laughs> just a shit selection. Oh, and then everybody's mothers and little sisters, uh, they're all they're all thrown in there I, uh, disrespectfully. I, I had uh when I posted one of the episodes of the podcast, the, the John Brooks episode, mm-hmm. uh I had mentioned that uh like you know how they they call every in every Latin American country they call every um uh, their team, the, the La Selección, yeah, the whatever, the selection, uh, the selection of her, and I, I'm like, we should, we should call ourselves that, like, why, why not call us like the selection of the USA or something like that? It's me like, and you, or yeah, uh, me and you specifically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, there's something cool about uh, it, it. It's it sounds more special as opposed to the U.S. men's national team, which is just like just a team. It's just a what you know, team. You know. Yeah, I think it's a, I think it's one of those language things. No, I think- but I like. But if we just change the 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 word to uh, uh, the selection of the USA, like how much cooler and and much more important does that sound? I just think it sounds di- more important because it's different. I think to them, you know the no. Uh, but like when you say it in Spanish, la selección de Colombia, la selección, like there, there's the word itself, selection. Right. But what I'm saying is, I think because it's different for you, it's it means more. I think we sound just as important to them. They're like, oh wow, that's pretty cool. You know the the Colombian men's national team would sound better to them than the Selección. Oh, okay. I don't. I don't agree. But okay. Well, you know, whatever. Still very riveting uh, <laughs> conversation. Uh, but uh, we've talked about Copa quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Let's get to the other reality: the uh-huh. Real Housewives of. <laughs> Uh, of, of Europe across uh, the pond. Yes. Oh man, it does not get any better. Uh, so you, they were making fun of the Iceland players with the Game of Thrones White Walkers. That's right. And at the end, winter of the, is coming. Yeah, yeah. And at the end of the game, they all stood in the in the pose. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they all stood in the <laughs> king, did, the Ice King's the, pose, yeah, which yeah. is so great. I mean, <laughs> I can't get enough of. And it hasn't. And I said it before. It has been nowhere near as exciting. The games haven't been as good. The competition hasn't been as good. There haven't been as great storylines. All of a sudden, all it takes is England. All it takes is England to create some drama. (laughs) First, they vote to get out of Europe, and then they get booted out of the Euros. (laughs) It is what a lot of the memes are saying is the only team that can leave Europe twice. Yeah. Uh, It's the only country that can leave Europe twice in a week. Uh, It's so exciting. Iceland has 350,000 people, let's say. Yeah. 99. Nine, nine, nine months from now, they're going to have way more. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> and a lot of them are going to be called the same name as a lot of the players, which yeah. is Flugliun. <laughs> a lot of them are called Flugliun. Um, they, uh, 99.8% of the population watched this match. How is that possible? First of all, who are the who, six who, who people? Is, the, the point to doctors. They have to be the doctors. They better be in their deathbed and yeah, not yeah. blind. They're also yeah. blind. You should have moved a flat screen over there. <laughs> Let them braille. A braille TV. Uh, yeah. I, I, dude, I, I got to be honest with you. The world was watching. The world was and watching. And the world yeah. was watching England. Just England it up. England uh, lost to Iceland 2-1. to one. Oh, Had the lead on a penalty in what the fourth minute fourth minute yeah Rooney and then look 
it was a they tied it up two minutes later uh, because not they, even it was like thirty seconds. Uh, England, uh, they just England. I don't even know where to begin. You know what it is? There's so many Spurs players, right? and this There's was so many Tottenham players. This was my prediction, guys. Yeah. Come on, this was the promise. I mean, I get losing to Germany, Italy. I get that. Yeah, everybody. Not a, you're really trying to throw this in my face. What are you doing, Iceland? <laughs> Iceland. What? A, what a curveball! I put this on Twitter. There are more people riding the New York City subway system right now than there are in all of Iceland. <laughs> yes, and then there are of the population of Iceland. the population of right yeah. now than the people riding the subway in Iceland. Yeah, we have more people on our subway system than they have in their entire country. How? Can they have a team good enough to beat England? And we can't come up with a team that, I mean, granted, we finished fourth in the Americas. That's not yeah, that bad. But yeah. still, how do we not have better skill play? How? How do they find? They probably, I think they only have that many soccer players. I, I think if a bunch of people from Iceland rode the, the New York City subway, they can come out with a, a proper team. They can just, yeah. they can train them from, in the express train from, right. you know, Columbus Circle to 125th. Right. They can train them there and have a good enough team to not lose for n- nothing to Argentina. Uh, or at least get a shot on goal. Can we yeah, get a shot on goal? A shot on goal. They, yeah, a they shot could, on goal. They could produce that. Yeah. How about this? How about a shot? How about you <laughs> attempt a shot? If it misses, we get it. Yeah. Right? Uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. England. What happened? So many. It's too many Tottenham players. <laughs> yeah, that's they Tottenham did up. Wales is ahead. Yeah. England is not. Did you see the reaction of the Wales players? I did not see. There's that. a video of them jumping up and down, going nuts. <laughs> Remember the video from Vardy's uh, party when yeah. they won. Imagine that, but they're wearing Wales kits and <laughs> trainers. It's exactly it. I mean, they literally were kicking over furniture. They were jumping up and down. I've never seen people be more happy than England. I mean, if you don't like England or Argentina, if you wanted nothing in the Falklands War besides just the <laughs> death toll, this has been the most exciting past few days of soccer for you. It was... Um Look, I mean, this without a doubt, it, it is a shock. It's probably the most embarrassing loss in, in England's history. Well, they were saying that this is the worst loss since losing to us, the Americans, in the excuse me, in the fifties. Yeah. How many was it? Sixty six years. <laughs> Sixty six years, and again, you've re embarrassed yourself at a high level. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I was watching the game, and I, I it's hard to tactically t- to understand. You know, Iceland is, I would say, look, I'll, I, I, to Iceland's credit, their back line is incredible. They're, and their keeper. Yeah. Oh. Strong. Uh, uh, really, do, they don't take any crap from any team. Yeah, it doesn't matter how many people are live in our country, whatever. Yeah. They play very, very well. But, you know, when, when it was uh, uh, Sturridge, uh, Vardy, and Kane up front, you're like, how could they... There's no way they're not going to score. Like, how is it even possible? Right. But there was so much miscommunication. They don't uh, play like there's not much cohesion. I mean, it's hard to explain because you sort of expect more from English players. You see the Premier League. You see the 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 how strict they sort of are. We we when we think of the Premier League, we think of like you know everyone wearing ties and proper yeah, everything. Very and, proper, very pragmatic. Yeah, so, so 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 you 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 imagine that they'll be more sort of precise with with passes with 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 their touches you know you don't expect right. south american uh, uh flicks and sort of just imp- right. you know Bedlam. nobody's no. trying to be flashy no 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 but, this is very pragmatic very very efficient soccer and and that is that i mean i'm not going to say that that's necessarily why they didn't do better but you up front 
there there was nothing happening. There was just no real communication. Uh, uh, I think throughout the entire tournament, England has been very like, you know, hodgepodge. Like, let's see what lineup does it today. Right. And there wasn't any one lineup where you could say this is the one. That is, they're going to do well. They're going to dominate. Right. They can handle any pressure that comes at them. No, they just, they didn't, they didn't really know what they're doing. And Rooney, Rooney. Why uh, is he look, still there? He should, if, if he's going to play, he should play up front because he can't play the role that he's playing. That defensive mid- midfielder that. I, why, 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 why put, put him up front? What are you talking about? No, I'm saying that he's better at being crappy up front. Then he is being crappy yeah, in the midfield. He's yeah. better than being crappy in the, in the midfield. He can't. He's not a point guard. He can't right. distribute well. That's not his. That's not what he does. Mm. And he does. He doesn't do it well enough to keep Warren being in the selection, if as, you will. Yeah. It, yeah. Very. Very. That's exactly what I mean. So uh, I think a lot of it was sort of his fault. He he couldn't set anybody up. They didn't have anybody to like really. Jack Wilshire. What you. You bar- you barely played. Why are you? Why this isn't important? They, right. they, they, Theo Walcott would have been a better selection. They didn't think choice. they they completely underestimated Iceland, which is dumb only because they look past Iceland. They're there. Yeah. They're there. They're there for a reason. They got they yeah. qualified just like you did. So you cannot compl- even if it's not beautiful. They they're good enough to get to that point. Yeah, show them a little respect, and none was shown. In fact, one of the players again, I don't know his name. It, pick Car- any- I, I'm looking at think. Uh, Kari Arneson. Okay, pick any IKEA furniture. That's the best thing. <laughs> uh, you know, honestly, uh, with two S's and O and an N at the end. Um, so Bajersteson said uh, that uh, they were in the in the in the halftime. Uh, that they were saying things like, you know, hey, guys, we got to play better than this um, at France. Uh, yeah. You know, when we play against France, we can't keep playing like this. Or they were yelling like, you know, he was yelling from the Joe Hart was just yelling from the back line. You're better than these guys. These guys are shit. Come yeah. on. And and that's and that's what Joe Hart does. I mean, he he is. Yeah. He talks. He talks smack. I yeah. mean, he's he's, he's very good at it. He's very arrogant, uh, especially in in the pregame. Uh, uh, in the tunnel, he's always trying to amp everybody up, and it's like right. it's you know it's, it's kind of corny sometimes. Like it, it seems like every player is like over it. They're like, all right, yeah. whatever, Joe. Um, it seems forced, exactly. And uh, I'll I'll read the exact quote because I have it in front of me from uh, from Kari Arneson. Uh, he says the English players showed us a complete lack of respect. Joe Hart was shouting at the players, "We'll have to be better than this against France," and and uh, also. Uh, we can't lose to this lot. They're shit. On the way out for the second half in the tunnel, Harry Kane asked the referee if they were out, if they lost. How can you not know that? Their lack of respect spurred us on. Spurred us on is a great way to put it. That is, that is yeah. by the way, the coldest thing that's been said. And I know he knows what they're talking about because yeah. the Premier League is extremely uh, popular in Iceland. Yeah. Uh, so uh, good on you. What's the guy's name again? Carrie Ka- Ka- or Kari Arneson. Round of applause. Bravo, sir. Yeah. Spurred the mind. <laughs> so, well done. But he says, so he said, uh, Harry can't ask the referee if they were out, if they lost. So th- I'm going to presume he's being like a dick he's like sarcastic like hey are we actually out for I know, these I, guys? I think or the rumor is, is that he's a very dumb is guy. harry kane a goddamn idiot yeah. a big old dummy yeah. <laughs> i think that's the rumor that's been going on for a while is that he's not that smart of a guy that, which would be the best it would be <laughs> the funniest <laughs> thing if harry kane is just a complete Idiot! But, uh, like uh, at the yeah. tournament, point him in a direction. <laughs> well, did you see his 